This is another episode of Just Jossin' Around. I have two of my good friends in comedy, uh, Noe Ramirez and Colton Rykowski. Yes. We're doing it. Oh, that was cute. That was really... I liked it. It was like a Mario <laughs> little job. It was cute. Um, I'm excited to have you on. I immediately... I want to address something. Uh, I want Colton to have his Meghan Markle moment. <laughs> because, respectfully, you, you were silenced. Okay? I... No, I was not silenced. I was um, mentioned for a good chunk of the one of your podcasts, and a lot of things were said that a lot. I disagree with. I'm saying you were silenced because that happened, and then I went on a hiatus. That's true. And you didn't have yeah. the opportunity to do it. About every week, I was like, when is this happening? When is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly lost some of the fire that I had originally, so it's probably good. Yeah, yeah. You've had time to heal from it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't care about other people's fair, opinions, yeah, you know. To, to be clear, I didn't hear what it was. So if you want to recap, let's I mean, recap. Yeah, I was just. I don't want to say what they said because I, I just you say it. I was what just called say? out for getting in a relationship and then, you know, <laughs> oh okay, so no, and then not had, being funny ever since. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do we remember had, this. <laughs> we had two uh, girls, Sam and Jenna. They come to like most of the backline stuff. I met them. Yeah. The open, you met them. Yeah, and they came on here made wild <laughs> accusations, accusations of Colton uh, losing his zest for comedy over a lady. It's and, back, all right? It's, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just like to say, I brought it up in the next episode, but Colton did show up to the mic the next week with a haircut. I think you should. No, that, so that was, that's what pissed me off, no. too. Is I, you do another, another episode, you don't give me time to respond, and then you just keep keep it going. They're gone. It's not fair. I, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm with you. That's complete coincidence. I shaved my beard just because I wanted to. I don't care about their opinions. Okay. Everyone was complimenting you too. <laughs> They're like, dude, you Colin, look so you look good. committed today. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You look like a comedian. But uh, my the biggest issue I had Ready. was they called that called me out on the the 420 open mic. I wanted last to talk year. about that. Too. Yeah. Or earlier this year. Yeah. Um, they said that, like, I thought I was, I did good. They thought I, like, they said, like, I thought. You had the confidence of you doing well. No, I didn't. Like, okay. I was dying. <laughs> That's what that was. It was me dying up there. Like, this is horrible. What am I saying right now? Yeah. I just, I don't like when I'm misre- misrepresented as confident ever. That's, that's not what I am. I don't ever want to. <laughs> I am never confident. To think that. <laughs> that's funny. So I, you were on stage and they thought that you thought you did well. Yeah, and I didn't. That's such a funny accusation. I didn't. That is a funny accusation. I don't accusation. like that you look like. You think that was good? You thought that <laughs> went well. It's like, no. I thought it went better than I was expecting. Oh, you're a comedian? <laughs> I wonder what your body language was that they were like, this cocky motherfucker. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. He's just tall. Yeah. <laughs> he just had good posture. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. this, this oh, guy. Yeah, I can't stand this. That's funny. And I do, uh, that made me think of, though, like, were you, you were high when you were, were you were high? Played the fifth. No, it's fine. I, you both are 420 friendly. Her dad doesn't care. We can talk about marijuana. Good. This is a 420 friendly couch of comedians. <laughs> okay. I've, I've maybe done it in the past. I literally. <laughs> I've maybe done it in the past. <laughs> maybe. I, if I do weed, I'm taking my name off the list. Mm. I can't do stand up high. Like, do you, like, I feel like 
you regularly. <laughs> <laughs> More accusations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, no, I'm kidding. Um, like doing it. Does it help? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's just like there's already like a base level of anxiety from stand up, yeah. and then it's like you do the weed, and it's like hope they don't find out. I think it's like uh, two. I think it's either one can happen. Like most times, it's bad. The thing with I think stand up in general is most times, even when you're not on anything, it's going to be bad. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be like the first time you tell a joke, it's rarely good. You know what I mean? You got to tell it a bunch of times before it's good. So yeah. Yeah. Like if you do it just sober, it's going to be bad. So then if you add anything to it, it could, it could go either way. I think sometimes it can go worse where you forget what you're talking about and you, That's you just worst. end up rambling about yeah. nothing. And then you get off stage two minutes early because yeah. <laughs> you don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> or sometimes you're, you, it's just right. It's like you, you have too much anxiety and it doing that makes it go away just a little bit like it removes you from the worry of ah, what are people gonna think to just the worry of okay how am i gonna say this yeah you know what I mean? like i think maybe if you're stressed out about the audience then maybe smoke a little bit of weed but if you're stressed out about your jokes don't smoke any weed because yeah. you're gonna forget yeah. <laughs> you're, oh you're, that's gosh. a good point that sounds like honestly like if i were to be like kidnapped and tortured it would be take this edible and write new jokes and go to them. <laughs> that would be I would be so, like when I if I get high and I like write I get so excited about the material yeah and if I do it ever do it and it's like oh that was it just doesn't hit no but write yeah I like I I can no longer do weed because I am prone to mental issues <laughs> um Jesus Christ that's but okay though. I feel you it sucks I do kind of miss it a little bit it's just because like <laughs> when you're in the circle with everyone it's like you want to join in, but whatever. I do, I would like, I used to smoke and just like write. And then, yeah, the next day, look at it and be like, wow, this is dog shit. Yeah. I've tried like uh, writing just ideas when sober, and then when I'm high, I'll flesh stuff out. Okay. Yeah. Like, so if I have a couple, whatever, premises, I will write them down when, when I'm, you know, when I'm good. And then, then they everything seems funnier, so maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe it works. I don't know if it's like a proven method or not. But. Well, make, like weed makes like all your thoughts seem important. So yeah, like, oh, this is a really yeah. good. This is, this is, this is gonna be a it. solid bit. And you're like, oh wait, no, it isn't. No, I feel like I'm. I'm at my best. Maybe one beverage in. <laughs> yeah, like get one, a little bit, just yeah, a little bit, just a little. Like what like, kind of? What's your go-to beverage? Like dude, if you if you're gonna rip a set, let's say you got to do 15 minutes, and there's a big crowd, yeah. and you're a little bit nervous. Yeah. Well, what are we drinking? Uh, sugar-free vodka Red Bull. Sugar-free. Sugar-free. Because I feel, I don't know why, I'm just like, that's a lot of sugar. Because uh, I'll drink, I'll drink a couple of those. I'll drink a lot. But I have to chill out with, uh, vodka. I'm actually, I'm on hiatus from vodka. From vodka? Uh, Sunday night, I drank, uh, a lot of vodka sodas and made a lot of really bad choices. <laughs> I... I'm not gonna talk about it on okay. the podcast, but <laughs> I like a I like a good gin and tonic. Oh They're my like, gosh, they yeah. look cool. Also, you know, yeah. you're on stage holding a short glass with a lime in it. Yes, you look Simple. like you know what you're talking about. Yes, it's refreshing. Oh, my favorite, like, okay, this is I don't know, but the gin at Teehees, they have this mulberry gin, Ooh. and it's absolutely delicious. And I've been thinking about it ever since I had it. Yummy. It's so good. But yeah. I love a, I do love a stage, but I feel like if I'm like really nervous though about a show, like if it's like important to me, I'm not drinking. I'm mm. drinking water. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to do like just sober. So like, yeah. I want 
I want to know it's me and not like yeah. a substance that's making me anything. Because like sometimes I feel like alcohol will make me like riff a little bit different. You know, it kind of like it takes that barrier down. So you're like, oh yeah, and then you feel so good about it, and then like mm-hmm. it wasn't that great. And then, um, yeah, but that's the thing with weed too. I, you're talking about like the uh, if you if you're worried about the crowd, it's okay. But if you're worried about the material, like I, the only time I've ever done good on weed was when I was like confident in the material. Yeah. And then I kind of like riffed between bits that I was confident in. Yeah. Then I was like, it's scary. Cause it's like, I don't want like, that wasn't me. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like sometimes also like when you're going to do a bit, the problem with writing, I guess for me at least is it feels like if I'm, if you say something and it makes you laugh, then objectively it's funny. It is funny. Mm-hmm. But then you to, for that to work on stage, you have to carry like everything that made that funny, including the context, the circumstances of where you were at, like the feeling of the moment when you said it the first time that made it funny. You have to recreate all of that. Mm -hmm. And if you're working on that part and you throw in a controlled substance, (laughs) it makes it really hard to know what parts to include, you know? And then you're rambling about details that don't matter. Yeah. I will say at open mics, I don't care. I don't no. care. Like, I am very, I, it's fine, especially at the Duffy's Open Mic in Lincoln. That is my loosest <laughs> you will ever find me because it's 50% off all drinks. <laughs> so I just love to go up there and just talk to people. Um, but dip. it gets, I, I like, then it gets to the point where it's like, I've said things where I'm like, okay, well, that was too far. <laughs> well, now it's Oops. not funny anymore. Um, I feel like we, uh, to like steer the conversation i feel like we all started around the same I, you guys started i what like five months before me? i think so Something yeah they, like that's that. why i started about, right. about the started about the exact same I time i feel like mm-hmm. the, the like the like group of comics now like i think of like brianna and like julia and all that you guys all like started around mm-hmm. the same time yeah. uh what was your first impression of doing a mic like what was like the first mic you went to how did that go what was that set like um, first one was, uh, May, 2021. And then I didn't do it again for two months. And then it took me another month to do a third one. Then after that third one, I did it two or three times a week for months. Yeah. So it was just more just like the first time was like, I did it at the Dubliner. Shout That's out. Horrifying. Yeah. It was uh Tony Geist was hosting and I went there just to watch and I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Yeah. And I was just sitting there and he walks up and like, Hey, do you want to get on the list? I was like, ah, well, got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was terrifying. Were there it was just horrible. comics there? Was there an audience? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't even remember who was there, but it was like six people and I think they're all comics. That's, that's scary. That's actually a nightmare situation. Yeah. A dark basement with like yes. six people just staring at you mm-hmm. and Who've then all done it before and like. Yeah, I'm up there like I, these aren't jokes. Uh, <laughs> that's why it took me so long. Cause like I gotta write stuff, and then I did it again. I was like, ah, I gotta write more stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I did it. I same. I did, my first one was at Dubliner. Um, Matt Blevins was hosting that night, and it went. I remember thinking like I was so I would listen to a ton of comedy podcasts yeah. and hear people talk about doing stand up, and I heard I think Tom Segura say that if you get off stage and you're not sure if you want to do it again, then it's not for you. <laughs> Yeah. And I got off stage and I remember not even remembering that, but just thinking like, oh, I want to do, th- I want to do this again. Like, yeah. I want to try like, not even like, oh, this was so good. It was more of like, I think I could do it better, better. if I do it one more time. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think, and then after, I remember that night, Matt Blevins uh, shared, you know how Down Under here in Omaha has like a 15-minute spot you can yeah. get? We split a 15-minute one that same night. And oh, then, really? Right. Yeah. So you doubled up on the first doubled night. Doubled up, Wow. You were getting, the, you were instantly on the grind, racking up minutes. Go to the Down Under, too. It's yeah, that was second bad. Second ever it was, night. It was a, <laughs> I remember that one. It was that room is cool because, like, some days it's packed and people are listening. Yeah. And some days you're talking to the bar. They could be so nice yeah. and sometimes they're just yelling while you're trying to talk. And the the sound guy's yelling at the crowd, like, hey, guys, can we uh, respect the stage? And, like, no, yeah. fuck you. They were like, no, no, <laughs> no, but thank you for asking. When I was, uh, <laughs> like, when I was 19, I went to the Down Under because I was like, I want to do comedy. It took me, like, uh, years to, like, build up the confidence to go up. But I was like, I want to do comedy. I went and put my name on the down under list. And then, like, right before they called me, I just walked out of the bar. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, do you guys, Do you remember what your first set was about? Do you still tell jokes from your first set? I don't tell jokes from the first set, but I do remember <laughs> what it's about. It was, it was bad. It was, it was yeah. just like, I think it was something about my dog. I think it was about how... <laughs> How you were just doing a Seinfeld bit? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was just like, I, my dog gets excited when I come home. <laughs> Something about that. I think I remember that one. <laughs> That's funny. Colton, do you remember? Um, no, it was just a bunch of random stuff I just had written down. Like, I remember one bit was about uh, getting a 23 and me. Okay. And uh, <laughs> You don't have a bit about that now? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I've seen, I've seen that done too many times now. That, <laughs> like, that one's in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I the first time I went, I'm not gonna lie. I like wrote word for word, rehearsed. Mm. Same. I literally, I was. If I met someone like me, like when I first started, I would cringe a little. It was honestly <laughs> bad because I would be like, my. I remember my roommates. Who I did not like at the time. I would be like, sit down. I'm. Literally going to tell you my side. Like, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm taking notes right now. But I was shitting bricks my first time. I went to Backline. That was your first time? Yeah. And nice. it was full. That was really scary. How'd it go? Uh, I thought it went well. I mentioned this on when I did the podcast with Cameron. Right after I got off, Ethan came up to me and was like, don't get an ego about yeah. it. But he told me, he was like, keep coming back, but like, watch your ego. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, and then the second mic I did was uh, Beach House, which we kind of talked about last night, but it... It was Beach House. Be- Stuff. <laughs> Stuff room. I, no, one, no one who participates in Beach House listens to this podcast, so I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I, You're probably right. I, I know that for a fact, um, but that mic is... I'm sorry. <laughs> the mic is bad openly. Everybody knows. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I it's think gaping. But yeah. here's the thing. The shows there though, bangers. Shows somehow. Yeah, like yeah. I don't understand that. I've talked to Caleb about that before. I'm like, how do you have zero people here for your open mic and then a sold out show yeah, on the weekend? I don't get it. I did the one show at Beach House, which what was it? It was Wired Pub. Wired Pub. Not gonna lie, I oh, geez. I like Wired Pub. Yeah, Wired Pub was a Better name. Better name. Yeah, beach house makes no sense. Beach, it doesn't. It makes it even more depressing. There's it, zero it beaches here. No, like, yeah. <laughs> none. I'm like, it's like it feels like a where empty warehouse. On makes the you wish I was somewhere else. It's yeah. like the equivalent of Grand Island. Yeah. <laughs> Is it though? You know. Oh my gosh. Honestly, though, I I was gonna um kind of bring this up. Grant, you said Grand Island, so I did a gig out there, and I love 
the people from Grand Island. They're have you done shows out there? I feel like they're all older, so you think that they're going to be more conservative, but then they're all like swingers. Yeah. <laughs> like I did, I did a show with uh, like three other guys, and it was the way the older women were after me and not them. I was like, you guys are crazy Whoa. out oh, here. That's funny. They're cr- and one guy literally took his pants off. Oh, he no. was having such a good time um, during the show. Did he in yes. the crowd? Wow. Yes, he took he his like, pants <laughs> off. You did a punchline. He was like, ha, 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 ha. Like, <laughs> 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 No, like the headliner, uh, it was Dan Alton. The people were, there was an ATM machine right behind him. They were pulling $100 bills to give to this guy. At, like it was, I've never yeah. seen a show like that before. It was crazy. <laughs> That's wild. I, biggest bomb I've ever had, Grand Island. Stop. Uh, okay, I have it on my list because I, someone like ridiculed me for asking people about their bombs on the podcast, but I think what? it's funny. I love hearing be... people's bombs stories they're so yeah. funny and if, you, if you like can't talk about it then you're that's what i'm saying you're soft yeah, yeah you need to remember them so what happened in Grand Island? Um, shout out jason regan he brought me the first ever like out of town gig it? i ever did oh no brick house is not in Grand island never mind Brick House is in hastings yeah. which is basically the same thing great room mm-hmm. but no i did a spot in Grand island with jason regan and tyrell called um 40 north mm-hmm. and it's like a restaurant very that place is conservative and yeah. that's okay. Like, yeah. it was fun. But I was absolutely intimidated when I got there because there was, like, all sorts of MAGA stuff everywhere. And, like, there was, like, no a, a signed Trump hat on the wall and, like, just all sorts of signed. I just got in my head about it, you know? Yeah. And uh, it would have it they, they, the people who were there didn't – I don't know if they necessarily shared those opinions. I mean, you know what I mean? They're customers. Yeah. I just got in my head about it, so – and at the time, I was doing a lot of material about like race and about white people, yeah. <laughs> and I just like I didn't I didn't commit to it. I think I kind of was like unsure, and they could feel that. Mm-hmm. So even though I delivered everything, no one reacted to anything. It was yeah. like it was like straight up silence for like seven minutes, and I was supposed to do fifteen, and I did seven, and then I it was so quiet that I couldn't think because you know how like. You know how when you're doing a set and it's going okay yeah. and you're getting laughs and as people are laughing, you have a little you bit have, of a break yeah, but, and you're yeah. like, okay, what's you next? I didn't have a second. It uh, was, there was no, it was just quiet. So I was like, I can't stop talking. I'm the only noise in here. <laughs> you know, I have to, it's got, it can't be quiet in here. So I, just, <laughs> so I just kept talking and then I couldn't remember whatever was next. And I remember I had to bring up Tyrell and I was like, okay, I'm going to do, I remembered one more joke. I was like, I'm going to do this joke. If it goes well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off stage. Yeah. And if it bombs, I'm gonna get off stage. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna get off either way. I'm gonna bring up Tyrell, but hopefully I can bring him up to a laugh. And I did the bit and it got a laugh just enough for me to be like, All right, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Da, da, da. And like then they when they realized I was done, they made some noise and I brought up Tyrell. Yeah. And I remember I felt so bad. I apologized Aww. to rate Jason for two hours on the way home. I was like, bro, Aww. I am so sorry. <laughs> So, like, when you're at, when, like, a bomb is happening, do you acknowledge it or are you just powering through the material? Now I think I acknowledge it. Or yeah. now I'll try to pick up on what, why. Is it just that I'm, is it the material or is it something about, you know what I mean? I'll try yeah. to clue in on it, but sometimes it's too hard. Sometimes it's like there's a lot of pressure. There's a big room and you want to, you know what I mean? You want to do well. So yeah. you try to just do something to make people, people laugh or something, but usually my go-to instinct is to just keep just power just get through the next thing because yeah. at least at this point you have a couple things that you know will work mm-hmm. so you'll do whatever one is you can remember 
And I feel like in rooms like that too, it's like you're almost like I I'm not gonna win here. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the more, especially in like I don't a Grand Island's not like rural, but like those like smaller towns, you're like, all right. Yeah, if, we just did. <laughs> we just did. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? You just. He took me to him a cook. He took me to okay. my first out of town gig. Okay. And how'd it go? About fun. exactly <laughs> as he just described <laughs> in Grand Island. <laughs> I just, would say you guys, you. I brought Carter and I brought Colton as uh, dream team to do. Yeah, off <laughs> back to back too. Carter opens up and then here's here's the same guy with the beard. Pick your battles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Go ahead, you can tell the story. <laughs> There's not much of a story. It's just it was like we're on a patio in the back, yeah. and they all kind of reminded me of people I knew growing up. So like I was in my head about, I want these people to like me and think I'm funny. And then like you said, like they just picked up on like the lack of confidence. I'm going up there with like abortion jokes and which like surprisingly hit better than I expected, but still it was like, I got laughs, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel good. Like it wasn't like satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say you and Carter both did better than I did in Grand Island. Like you guys didn't, (laughs) you guys, I know you guys wanted to do better and it is what it is, but but um, yeah, you guys got laughs. My my favorite part, uh, we brought Ross as well. Oh, good. My favorite part was that um, you know, he has a slower pace and like a, he's not high energy. He's like kind of kind of deadpan, but not exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite people in Omaha. Mm-hmm. But he did he did something and he did really well. And then I remember afterwards, the, he was talking to me about this yesterday. How the lady came up to him and was like to Kionis who headlined. She was like, "You did great." She told me she liked my set, and then to him. Ross and Carter was like, you guys will be fine. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm, just, I'm glad she acknowledged it. I'd rather dude. her do that than like, you guys will pretend be we fine. don't exist. <laughs> oh, dude. She's like, I've been there. But you guys will be fine. I don't know. It's intimidating, though, because like it's older people always in these like small towns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're worried about what. The, and they didn't like the abortions. Like there is things yeah. they don't like. Yeah. So like. There is stuff that you you do have to kind of tiptoe around, but they were still super nice. Like even that place we went to, they gave us like they paid us. They gave us a place to stay. Oh, that's they, nice. Like they fed us afterwards. Like we were we. It's like a trailer park for or an RV park with okay. like a lake and and like yeah, a marina where difference. people go. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen. I don't want any threats, dude. They were living in campers. Okay, yeah, it was in- exclusive. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> but um, probably swingers too. Yeah, for real. Honestly, that's, that's I don't know, and that's okay, dude. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't judge. But it was cool. Like we were out there till like probably one thirty in the morning, like in the dark, in the like the woods the, eating the, steak. Yeah, the one guy was like grilling steaks, and he would slice them up and then walk around the entire group of like 30, 40 wow. of us and hand out slices. And he did that with probably like ten steaks. Salt of just the earth, all yeah. night. He just kept doing that. Nice. And then to find so out, nice. find out the one guy that was drunk and like telling us stories. He had bought the cow from that guy that was cooking the steaks because he raised the steaks, and then here he is cooking the steaks. It's yeah. like beautiful circle of circle life of in life. western oh Nebraska. Oh, my God. That's like <laughs> – that's actually that's a, a spiritual experience. Yeah, it was cool. Forget ayahuasca. Just go to McCook and <laughs> – Eat some steak. Eat steak. And bomb. Yeah. <laughs> that was very I mean, spiritual. That would heal me after a bomb, though. Oh, it was – dude, it was nice. And then also <laughs> – the last time we were there, we this is our second time back. The first time we went with Rachel and them. Yeah. And uh, there was this guy there, very nice guy, who, like, covered in tattoos. Like, bald head, <laughs> yeah. skinny, white dude, just, like, head to toe. You could not like find Ripley's, a, believe it a or clear not, spot <laughs> on his body. 
Yeah. And that guy gave us drugs last time we were there. <laughs> and then this time around, I, I mentioned it. And everyone, he wasn't even there in the crowd. I just like did a bit of crowd work off of that what happened last time. And everyone laughed because they knew he was there. And then like 10 minutes into my set, he shows up. And everyone starts laughing, <laughs> and he didn't know why. And you he got, it. I think he got upset at the beginning. He was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I, <laughs> I walked in, and he's like, are "You are you the one talking shit about me out there?" I was like, "No, no, it's he's out there right now. He's no, saying good things." Yeah. yeah, no, you were great. It's like you better be. That's funny. I I love like out of town gigs. I remember like the first one that I did was I don't even remember the. It was a small. It was like one of those like Nick Allen shows. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how he finds these places to do these, like, just just to do, I don't know, comedy. But I was still, like, pretty new. And I remember seeing just a bunch of, like, elderly women. It was, like, a coffee shop. And I, at the time, my material was how uh, each of the, like, political parties fuck differently. And oh, I, was, I love that joke. <laughs> that's a good okay, joke. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> this is a monster poster or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, I like behind the building. I was like, Nick, like my my <laughs> <Nick>. open <laughs> Nick, my opening jokes about how Republicans are better in bed. And then he was like, What? <laughs> no, no, he was like, Do it. He was like, I'm literally talking about butt stuff. So just warm them up. And th- it like I surprisingly went very well in that room uh in that i i don't know if it was a christian coffee shop but it was a coffee shop with (laughs) older women in it yeah Um, safe bet but then i've also had shows where it's like they're at backswing at backswing the shows there it's i've never pulled the younger crowd Mm. it's always older crowds because i do a lot of like the advertisements well not many young people live out there i guess i don't know in lincoln but and like, well, I mean, it's a college town. Yeah. But like, so like, I'm like, but I do a lot of the advertisement for that show on Facebook. So mm-hmm. then it's like, I can't act surprised when just yeah over 60 years old people like <laughs> show up. But there was one show I did. Um, I was opening for this guy who was coming through and he was a clean comic. I was not. And I remember one of the ladies pulling me to the side after and she was like, it was just really hard for me to listen to your set because you just sound like my daughter. It's <laughs> like, oh, so your daughter's what? really say cool. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> and I was like, or no, I think she was. It was more along the lines of like, oh my god, I hope my daughter never becomes that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was more that than anything. But I was like, <laughs> okay, you don't want to hear my daughter <laughs> yeah. talking about that stuff. Yeah, so I mean, weird. I was like, well, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm yeah. here. Like, it's, I'm in a, I'm in a brewery. I've had a lady tell me straight up, like. Uh, we did a, a terrible show and uh, everybody was when we got there it was one of those like sh- uh, surprise comedy shows <laughs> where we booked it the venue was supposed to tell people and they didn't God. so we show up surprise comedy there's 70 people in this restaurant and mm-hmm. then we start setting setting up speakers and I'm looking around and people are staring at us I'm like I don't think these people know that <laughs> we're doing a comedy show comedy <laughs> so I said the speakers up and I make an announcement no bullshit dude by the time we started <laughs> there was maybe 10 people in there <laughs> like everybody bounced everybody's like oh yeah no, we're not thank doing you. this so the few people that were there, the only lady who stayed was drunk as hell, and she it was her birthday. So Beautiful she was, combination. Yeah. Beautiful. And she was also, she was turning like 40, so what are we celebrating? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, well, that's fine. Whatever. 
<laughs> she was super excited. Was talking. I remember Rachel, who just you just had on. She was doing yeah. that show with me. She, the only show she's ever bailed on. <laughs> she was supposed so to do a, a certain amount of time. I don't remember how much, but she. I remember she was going way short, and she just looked over at me because I was next. She was like, "I'm sorry, dude," <laughs> and then brought me up. And when the show was over, this lady who was drunk comes up to me, and she was like, "You know, I really like the first lady. I like the guy after you." But I didn't really like you that much. <laughs> oh, just, like so to my face. Honest. Yeah, and I, I, which I appreciate it. You know, I was like, that's fine. You, okay. I was like, like, you know. I appreciate it, but like, you don't have to. It made me laugh, though. <laughs> it did make me laugh. I was like, okay. <laughs> I do feel like, I mean, not to like gender things, but like, I do feel like people are more brutal with their feedback. Toward, like, I feel like I, like, I've never had someone come up to me and be like, I don't like you. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I also, like, I mean, maybe you haven't. I don't know. I think also it wasn't a good set. Like it was, <laughs> it was just, it was in front of, well, it was multiple. There was 10 people in a big room. I was trying to fill like, I don't know, 20 something minutes. And it was, there was nothing to, I mean, I did my material, but there was nobody there. There was no energy. So it's like a joke, a set that will usually last that long Yeah, is like way less, way shorter oh, yeah. because there's nobody laughing or interacting whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it was really just me talking to a room of tables and chairs. With some people in the back. It's like any open mic. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, my gosh. There was a, at the open mic at Dubliner last night, there was a, at the end, the host um, was like, uh, just letting random people come up and just rapid fire at the end. Like, it, like if you was wanted. Was there a crowd? I, yeah, there was a crowd at the end. Really? Yeah, oh, there was a crowd. That so always she was happens. just letting people come back up. And this guy who'd never done comedy before, he just hopped on stage Riffed five minutes, was crowd working. It was it like had his full Matt Rife moment, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've never." This is, yeah, this is how it happens. I was like, "I don't was know." It, was it was funny? Uh, debatable. Okay, but for the first time. But it was confident. That's really mm. that's a big part of it. That's like honestly, I like if you. I, I think if you start out confident and you're not funny, then you're not going anywhere. You got to be un unconfident. Gotta be, yeah, you got to be insecure and not funny. And Maybe. <laughs> I have a counter argument to that is because I feel like I come off very confident on stage and it's just because I, my mentality is like, this is just the way you have to be. Like I have to pretend like I've done yeah, this you, Yeah. Cause it's for like, people to pay attention. You yeah. have to like, I feel like it, like you just need to reassure the audience. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like we're going to be okay. Like I'm comfortable. You guys can get comfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, if you look like you don't know, like when I am watching someone and they don't look like they know the next word that's going to come out of their mouth. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't, like I'm stressed. <laughs> or when they hit you the, what's next? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I saw that How much last time is left? That's yeah. Most open mics or like just, or if they start the, their time and they do like two minutes and they're like, wow, I blew through that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Uh oh. Better yeah. start pulling out of a hat. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I wanted to try doing this thing on the podcast. Uh, it's not an original idea. I've had other comedians tell me that I should try doing it. But um, I want to talk about joke ideas that um, you've had that maybe haven't worked, that you've been working on, or um, maybe newer stuff that you're trying to flesh out that just isn't there yet. Yeah. Um, Flesh it out together right now. Yeah. Okay. Let it could be fun. A little workshop. Again, not an OG idea. I've seen it done many times. I've never seen this done at all. Really? No. It's this fun. Is completely original. Or we are in a sketch group together. Oh yeah. Um, I 
It's called Cheeks. I Cheeks? think that's the yeah. name oh, we decided. That oh, yeah. That's that the unofficial. I don't know. Okay. It's, I'm uh, waiting on a, <laughs> waiting on some marketing stuff, but yeah, no, I I'm pretty sure we landed on Cheeks. I'm good with Cheeks. Um, so even sketch ideas too that you've had that okay. um, have been. We, I feel like we've rejected so many sketches. Yeah, we just throw them group. out there and then... Like, and then nothing happens. I, I did... I will... I'll get the ball rolling. I, last night... All right. It was at the mic. And Carter Heinz was on his phone. It was dead silent. There was no one around him. But he just kept laughing at his phone. But like <laughs> each... I don't know why each laugh just progressively was getting more oh, obnoxious. Oh, that's a sketch idea we had, right? I, that's what I tell Lauren said the same thing. She was like, I pitched that idea. No one liked it. No, I said, <laughs> she I, was I, like, said I liked it. No, she was like, if you pitch it and they like it, she was like, I'm <laughs> claiming homophobia. And I was like. <laughs> 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 but I'm like, I think, I don't know. I don't know what the punchline of that would be, but I do think the idea of just someone just like, like, are you laughing for the attention? Cause you want someone to ask you about what you're seeing? Or oh, I do remember this. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I like this idea. I think. I think so too. I think I thought it was funny. I I don't remember shooting it down. Yeah, see, so I feel like I we thought like, it was all right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't. I I also think she wants to be a victim. <laughs> like, Freaking lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one thing about Lauren. <laughs> She's touchy ass. She gets sensitive. It's all right. Piss someone else off now. <laughs> but hey, uh, dude, we came here to take shots as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> I have a I have a, a idea that I've been throwing around on stage that I don't know where to go with it. And this might just be like a lack of my ability to write. But um the idea is I talk about um high thoughts, like I hot thoughts yes. when you're high, and then I talk about how humans are the only animal whose bones are found in a box. Yeah. And then my the where I go with it from there is like we th- we think highly of ourselves type of thing but i don't really know like the idea itself i think is funny like every time i say that it gets a laugh but i'm kind of lost as to where to take it because i don't know if i want to do a whole bit i tried doing an entire bit about i don't know bones and people from different countries and what type of boxes they would use and oh that's an interesting so i've, I've buried plenty of animals in boxes that's fair yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah that's the other thing it's Man, not to boil it down to <laughs> bones and boxes let me just have an existential crisis real quick <laughs> Okay, I do. You, what were the? Do you remember the examples of? Um, I think like the main one was Americans would be a to go a to go box. That's funny, like a styrofoam. Yeah, yeah. and like, then I would need like <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like ironically, a like uh, like a Chinese to go box, oh, <laughs> like yeah. a little folding one. That's I don't funny. Know. No, I like that. I think I see. We're the only animals that can have the last wish. Ooh. I don't. Maybe. That's <laughs> what, what would a dog wish for? I don't know. <laughs> Not to die. Not to, yeah. And they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't. Yeah. That's Dude, so save all up. dogs. Dude, if anyone's going to heaven, it should be dogs. I yeah. think they get the free pass. Some of them. I hope so. I don't think a dog has to work. You think all dogs heaven. should go to heaven? I think dogs are pretty shitty dogs. Do. If you believe in reincarnation, I think dogs is right below human. I think if you do really good in all the other lives, you work your way up to becoming a dog. Pretty good. A dog in America, if you're fucking really good. <laughs> and then you become a human. No, actually, I think about even like my dog, my golden doodle, like has such a good life. Yeah. So like pampered and taken care of. So easy. Like, 
oh, it would just kill to be that. And, like, just no thoughts either. Like, you look in his eyes, and it's just there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Dude, my dog has anxiety. I, it, 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 it makes me feel <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, when you see Dogs a dog that... so funny to dude, me, though. It makes you me... know there's thoughts going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> you relate to him. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm she's... worried about it, too, buddy. <laughs> she's yeah, drawing under She's worried about tomorrow. I don't know what her deal She's is. She's worried about tomorrow. <laughs> I don't understand it. Like, uh, I, she, like, it's like what you're saying. She's got a great life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could be outside all the time in the heat. Yeah. With your thick-ass coat. Literally. But you're in the AC sleeping on my bed. I do wish there was like a... <laughs> I don't know how to word this. I want to say dog simulator. But like, I want to know how they process time. Mm. They, um... They see life in like 120 or less frame rates than we do. So that's why dogs can react. So dogs and cats, they see it in the lesser frame rate. Oh, wow. So everything is kind of like a, more of like a, like you ever. More choppy. More choppy. That's so like interesting. A, almost huh. like PowerPoints, like a little bit, you know. Like those CCTV. Like when they see a like ball like. flying in there, they see it like. Oh, different frames. wow. That's, oh. that's so neat. Yeah. That's cool. Because I'm like, if. I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of like if I leave the dog at home and I, I and I come back and it, well, did that feel like a year to yeah. them? No, literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine you're just like sitting here and like every well now every I feel 20, terrible. No, yeah, I'm like, no wonder they have anxiety. They're like, my my order is off to back. war again. Yeah. Imagine you're sitting there and it's like every 24 seconds you see a different image. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Every 24. Uh, I don't know. It's not, I'm not a vet, so don't quote me on any of this. Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate, but <laughs> I think that I'm in the ballpark. You said it with confidence. I believe you. Yeah, I'm not yeah, asking yeah. questions. That's really all you need. You don't have to set your sources. Somebody here. will. Somebody will repeat it. Yeah, that's right. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gosh, we got off topic, but it's fine. Did you? Oh, have, the bits. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything? Um, I've been working on one that like I don't know if it's funny enough to do, but like I guess like it's literally happened. I was at Maha two years ago, and there was like wildfire smoke coming through. Yeah. And there was a guy smoking a cigarette, and he says, "Wow, this stuff's really bad for our lungs." Like that actually happened. But I've been trying to do it as a bit. But it's so like ironic. As there's smoke in yeah. the air. He's, yeah, he's smoking a cigarette, and then he's worried about the smoke oh, in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been like trying to like find a way to like make that funnier than, like, it's kind of just like, oh, that's, that's a Unless stupid he's a thing. a fake smoker. Yeah. I identify. Mm, when it comes fake, to cigarettes. Fake smoker? You don't inhale? Meaning what? You don't inhale? <laughs> what okay, when I'm smoking, if I was smoking weed, but, like, when it comes to a cigarette, I just, like, don't, I don't know, I don't let it go. I, it's for the aesthetic. I like the cigarette in my hand. Wow. I feel that. <laughs> I'm never getting a cigarettes from either of you. <laughs> you're like, you're not even going to smoke it. But it's because, like, I don't, it hurts. I mean, me. if you're going to do it, just get cancer. Like, you got to. Yeah, now just you're just going to get mouth cancer. Yeah, you know? you, I'm not yeah. at all. Imagine. That'd be hilarious. It'd be like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> embarrassing. I've smoked for 30 years, but I've never inhaled. Yeah. I, had a, I had a friend that would smoke cigarettes the way you smoke a joint. Like, you know how you take like, a hit and, like, people will do, like, the little puff thing where it comes out and it goes back in? He'll yeah. do that with cigarettes. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? I, that do also that sounds painful. You're trying hard. Like, cigarettes are already cool. You don't need to you do the tricks. You know yeah. what I mean? Do a little French inhale. Oh, my God. Okay, that. When I was, like, in my vape era, <laughs> I would just, it was just, like, my phone. That's when I wish I met you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
vape era Jocelyn <laughs> I, blowing serious clouds. It was during COVID. I had nothing better to do oh, yeah. except oh, nice. like do vape tricks and take videos of it. <laughs> vape You're getting like the zero percent stuff too. What you, is that? You, like you, the, you, you can get vape juice that doesn't have any nicotine. Oh, just so you can blow, blow oh I probably God, needed I that. I was getting that. nauseous as hell. Like I remember, I was literally bent. Inhaling then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do kind of it uh, vaping. Like is so satisfying. I don't do it, but it's the feel of it. It feels good. I relapsed for this podcast. Yeah. I need some energy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't mess with nicotine really. I tried it. I tried the pouches, like the, oh, little, I, yeah. the little like packets or whatever. Yeah, I threw up. Yes. <laughs> no, I was the first time I ever. I was like in New Mexico and I was drunk and I had, I took, I think I grabbed like two pouches, stuck them, yacked immediately. Ooh, it was lot. very bad. And yeah. I every time I see, because that's like a very Midwest thing too. Like there's so many people that use those. People that straight up dip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Disgusting. I used to work at a, I used to be a mechanic and that's when I would, the last shop I worked at was when I, w- I tried the packets and I remember it was like, we didn't have AC, so it's like a hundred degrees in the shop. It's in the summer. We got fans going, but it's, it, you know, it's not really doing anything. Yeah. And I felt tired and what I probably should have done was drink water, but <laughs> instead I was like, oh, I know I have nicotine. That'll help because it gives you energy is what I thought. So I put same thing. I put two mango flavored <laughs> pouches and like I threw up immediately like five minutes went by and i was like dizzy and i threw up it's not a good feel like i don't even know what the good feeling i don't think i've ever had like a good nick but that's the weird thing about it is like it makes you feel like shit but you kind of like it no that's that's actually mental illness yeah that's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to quit nicotine and i got that again i'm like oh i'm back (laughs) oh no didn't you start doing a bit about quitting nicotine or uh Okay, never mind. Maybe no, I'm, no I've, yeah. I've tried. So I don't know. What but, is it? The bit. Okay, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I swear. Okay, maybe I feel like I'm. I always imagine bits that you do at mics. Maybe I should. No, maybe I have. I just. I like. I, I've tried different stuff about cigarettes and nicotine and vapes and all this stuff. But then, like, I see so many other people do it. It's like, is this worth? Is this funny on? enough? I hate. I hate that. That's a good feeling, but it's also like a tricky one because, like. You think that, and it helps you not be a hack, right? Like, it helps you not do stuff that's already been done. But also, maybe you're going to do it better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, maybe you can do it better. Like, it's not impossible for you. I don't know. I I, I struggle with that in my head as well. Just when you're at an open mic and you see someone do a bit that's similar. Yeah. And, like, theirs isn't that funny. You're like, but it's, like, a similar idea. You're like, yeah. You don't want to. It doesn't look as good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. There's like certain topics that I'm like, I, I talk about that I'm like, it's just so unoriginal. Like the, there's, I, I've talked about it, but the joke that I've been working on is um, the first time I ever got caught watching porn. Oh, yeah. And I just like, even like bringing up porn and comedy, I feel like is so... I hate doing it's it. Been done. it. Yeah, is I'm like, but I'm like, I feel like the story is it has potential to be funny enough um, for like people that aren't listening. The story goes, I was, uh, I don't know how old I was. I was young, probably like ten, and had an iPod Touch and was researching the death yeah. of us all. <laughs> I know, dude, my downfall. Dude, 
Wi-Fi, I was Wi-Fi killed us. Limitless access to anything. <laughs> anything. Oh At my god! Eleven gosh. years old is when I got mine. It's like this is this is so much. And I had a. Um, it wasn't a laptop. It was like I think it was like a netbook. Do you know what a netbook? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was like something <laughs> like that. And I remember. Okay, before I get into the story about the porn, there was one time where I was like, I look. I just wanted to see what a penis looked like. And I went, <laughs> I went on my on my netbook, and I I just was like penis, and a bunch of pictures uh, came up, and then my laptop died, and I was like, I'm terrified. Like I literally, I've never had a panic attack worse because I was like, I the image that's the first thing that's gonna pop up on this laptop. What if like my mom comes in and is like, give me your laptop? I would have I assumed know. like a virus or something. Um, like, oh, oh yeah, that's what I was scared of. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the site and it's gonna like oh, my get gosh. my phone and my mom's gonna find out. I, I I never like they never went through like my search history so I never had problems with I mean they I guess they knew because they found out that I was watching porn but the iPod touch I got and then the video was it started with a massage and I <laughs> fell asleep during the massage it part. did its job yeah I, I just which and then yeah it was really uh embarrassed my uh dad came in and took the phone and was like what is this <laughs> but of course in a, a way more stern right yeah what is this? What That's, is this? and he woke you up yeah and oh. then just took the phone and left did you follow him no <laughs> i was like i'm supposed to just sleep after like that was i it it's more terrifying knowing that there's a conversation coming the next day instead yeah. of uh, just like we're gonna have the just conversation gonna, yeah just, can we just talk about this now i'm like hold on so i can sleep <laughs> I know, and also, like, didn't have a chance to, like, it was there anything else on the iPod Touch? Like, you, obviously, they're going to go through the top. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Those are the moments you contemplate ending it, you know? You're yeah, like, you're it's like, just too much. What's it's it? Too much well, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so embarrassed tomorrow. Should I just die? Oh, my die? God. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It sucks. I remember one time uh, my mom was real strict when I was a kid and, and uh, because we were religious, and... I remember I wasn't supposed to have a phone. Like I, I had, it. I, <laughs> I was in high school. I, okay. I was like a sophomore I mean, uh, in high school. Yikes. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I had a phone, didn't have service, but we had Wi-Fi. you know, so we, yeah. were, we were making it happen, but I was talking to some girl and I wasn't supposed to be, you know? And <laughs> so I was hiding it. I was like being sneaky about it. And I had this phone and she had no idea that I even had a phone. But then we did the whole talk on the phone, fall asleep on the phone. No. Yeah, no. Woke up the next day with like a phone print on my face and no <laughs> no phone anywhere to be. I like was like freaking out. She wasn't. She didn't even say anything to me. She just came in, found it, probably took it, and then I woke up and it was gone. And I was like looking under my bed. I was like, oh man, she's got it. So now I'm just sitting in my room like. Do I go out? Yeah. I'm on the third floor. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> do we just make an exit down the window or what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was tough. Having a resurgence of anxiety mm-hmm. during those times. Because I remember, like, I when I was, like, this is bad. When I was, not bad, but, like, when I was, like, a freshman in high school, I was talking to the senior, and my, uh, my, yeah, but we were texting, and I remember my mom finding my phone and being, like, what the hell? What is this? And the fear and anxiety from that was. Did she know he was a senior? Oh, yeah. Oh, she was friends with. Like his family, oh. which I'm like, what did you expect to happen? Like, <laughs> like, don't bring me around testosterone yeah. at this impressionable age. <laughs> I'm gonna want that. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, this is a random story that I just thought of because it was like I was talking about how I like 
searched up penis on my laptop. But that was not the first time. I, what led to me doing that was that uh, I used to be on. Did you guys have Skype or like use Skype a lot? I would no, never really used it. No. When I was young, that was like how me and my friends like we would Skype. But there was I don't remember what happened. This random stranger like added me and my friend on Skype and would Skype both of us. He was from another country, nice. um, and was definitely a pedophile and. <laughs> oh. Uh, but for some reason we thought it was, we knew it was wrong that we were Skyping him, but we thought it was so funny. And then like during one of the, like, he's literally trying to traffic us and we're like, ha, ha, ha. um, he, during one of the Skype calls, pulls out the penis, <gasps> lowers the camera. Oh. And that was my first, I, I think we were like in third grade and we were oh, like, no. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. This is, oh, this is so much sadder now. I'm gonna cry. No, okay. Yeah. No, it's it's funny now because like the I'm still like really good friends with the girl. Oh, that, with the guy. No. <laughs> that we catch up all the time. Yeah, you know, no, right, like, guy, man. Cool. Like we've been able to maintain a relationship. No, uh, with the girl, and but it, at the time we just thought it was funny. Like we were like, this is so funny. Like he, just, like what is he doing? It is, but, I mean, it's funny from but, like <laughs> from a third grader's perspective. Yeah. It's funny, but like now we're like. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. Bro, we were that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh my god. It's gosh. like no one should have internet access till they're 18. Oh. Well, people for sure. people still don't even understand I feel like what the internet is. Like even our parents right now yeah. don't understand the depths you can go and like the things you can find and all mm-hmm. that like you can I, just go on Reddit. You can find literally whatever you want. I literally was going to bring <laughs> up Reddit. I Literally anything is on Reddit. I was watching a thing the other day on YouTube about conspiracy theories and uh it was talking about how there's like different sections of the internet like it, they divide it onto certain things and it's like in this tier is where 90 percent of the things you know happen it's iceberg. like instagram yeah like yeah. an iceberg it's yeah. like instagram all those things you know amazon all it's right here and then you have the deep web which is like where the governments hide their files and they're encrypted and all that and then you have like the dark web and it's like talking about all the things you can find and it's pretty crazy but like you don't as a kid you were just like search you're like let's see what you can find you know what i mean like you're like i don't know what to do like i didn't even know what to how to use it yeah yeah i remember being like cool math games yeah and that was like my go-to oh that's innocent and porn yes (laughs) when i first got my ipod touch i was so innocent that instead of looking up porn i would just read wikipedia articles about porn (laughs) and look up like victoria's (laughs) secret website like like I can't look at nudity, but like, I can read about. It. I can read about it. You said articles about like yeah people reviewing. It's like look up it. lesbians on Wikipedia. Just like oh, just like <laughs> it's like definitions of what yeah, a yeah literally yeah, just yeah. read. Yeah. They have like pictures of like old paintings from like ancient Greece. <laughs> oh, I got you. The Wait, that's really hot. funny. <laughs> the thick white ladies with the titties out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the robes, sculptures from Africa. Kirby. They had something right, Kirby dude. Sculptures. They had something right, I think. Those re- Renaissance paintings. <laughs> those are yeah. desirable women, I think. Yeah, in very, my eyes. very body positive. Yeah. We went backwards. We did. Get rid of Playboy magazine. Give me some love handles. You know? <laughs> this is. <laughs> I hear Grace laughing. <laughs> she's she's on board. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. No, we love the body, body positivity in, in our um, pornography. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for it's art. Inclusive. It's art. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's art. It is Sorry. Art. 
and those are artists. Give me a boner at 11 years old. <laughs> That's an art, dude. <laughs> I like, I will say, I think it was like my sexual awakening was the uh, Katy Perry. I think it was the California Girls music video. Oh, I think you were going to say the Kiss the Girl. The Kiss the Girl. Oh, <laughs> no, that would make sense. No, it was her music video for. With Snoop Dogg? With Snoop Dogg. I don't remember what she was wearing, but I think there was something about it where I was like, whoa. Feeling things. All right, did I make it? Rihanna's Rihanna's Umbrella music video. Oh. That was my. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. What's the one? Is that the one with Drake? No. No, what's the one? That's Jay-Z. Jay-Z's What's the one with, uh, the square root of 69 is four or something. Hold (laughs) on. Oh, my gosh. What's that song? Oh, damn. (laughs) That's the song that I remember hearing, and I was like, oh, they're talking about sex. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, sorry. I'm 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 mad. I can't think of this. I know what you're talking about. I remember thinking like on that same topic of like TV and like sexuality. I remember seeing like in in Hispanic culture, it's very like you have to. What's my name? That's what it is. Oh, Grace. That was quick. Grace. Shout out, Grace. The real MVP. I I I got you. I got you. I love love you. Wow, that was that. Honestly, what did did you type to search it? Okay, now. While you're on Google. Screwed of 69 songs. <laughs> <laughs> Eight something. I said hey, I got it, though. Hell yeah. yeah. I heard you go with them soft lips. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, we God. start doing karaoke. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I called Drake's part. I don't want I didn't realize this song was so sexual. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I didn't it. Right over my head. That's so funny. We missed out. I didn't mention this on Wikipedia. I was like, when did this song come out? 2007. <laughs> the first comment needed this for my homework. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I love reading the paper. comments on YouTube. Somebody videos. doing a book report on the song. <laughs> <laughs> History of Jersey. Comment number seven. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I love YouTube comments. They're very unhinged. Um, That's funny. What were we saying? Oh, I was talking about. TV. Oh yeah. Um, I just remember being a kid and like seeing the Hispanic culture is very like um, conservative. You know, like they're like don't nothing openly sexual. Everybody when I was a kid hated reggaeton, like uh, oh, Daddy yeah, Yankee. Yeah. All that was bad. It was like devil music because it was about sex. Yeah. You know? And uh, but I but at the same time, you go on any like Telemundo or any of them, and oh. they're and their weather ladies are wearing hardly yes. any clothes. Yeah. Like, like everybody is just yeah. overly yeah. sexual, everything. It's like, yeah. well, what are you telling me though? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's like uh like the music my mom used to listen to, like hair metal was like very sexual and like yeah. pour some sugar on me, you know? Yes. Like <laughs> candle wax. Cherry pie. I know. Yeah. I, there's so many songs that like I really jammed out to. Like even like I just so young. Like I loved Kesha so much. And then sometimes I'm just like listening, I'm like, damn. So young, I'm so young. That's crazy. But with those songs, especially with like pop, I feel like a lot of it is more of, I mean, as funny as it sounds, but it is just like a vibe, you know. It like is. you're you're listening to so it, good. and it's like the this lyrics is, don't mean anything. This feels yeah. good when I'm driving in my car with the windows down. Yes, like, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what it is. I agree. I agree. Um, we are getting down to our final minutes on the podcast. Ooh. You did it. Ooh. So sad. This was really fun. I know. So sad. I uh, do two hours. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, no, but <laughs> no, um, no, but I. This is a good time if you guys want to plug stuff. Um, as far these episodes come out on Friday, 
Um, so if you want to plug shows, your social media, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, follow me on Instagram, Noe Ramirez Comedy. Um, I will be, I don't know, anywhere, anybody will be at, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I'll be in Omaha for the rest of my life. No. Um, you said it comes out Friday. Yes, which I don't know what the Friday is, but. Uh, September 9th, I'm going to be at Brick House in Hastings. Ooh. And then September 22nd, I'll be in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. I don't even know what it's called. It's like something township. So, you know, don't really need to go there. Yeah, um, check me out on, my name sucks to spell, so just look up Longfellow Comedy. It's my brand or whatever I'm trying to do, I don't know. Um, I do a show every third Thursday at Zipline Brewing in downtown Omaha, every third Thursday. Next one is September 21st. We have Rachel headlining this one. Going to be a killer show. Last one was a great turnout, so come on out. Yeah, I also do a monthly show at Emmett's Tavern in Omaha. Tuesdays, today, if you're there... If you're in Omaha, come to the open mic if you want to. Yeah, we need people at that one. God, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we wrap up, I did see that we have a question. Oh, no. Um, oh. We do. Well, there's a couple, but there's one that I think that we should end on. Do you have an inspirational quote, saying, or mantra that you live by? Um, begin again and... Um, Compare and despair am I too. Oh, that was actually really good. Thank you. Begin again, compare. Wait, what was the second one? Uh, compare and despair. Hmm. Like, if, don't compare yourself to others, whether good or bad. Be like, oh, I'm better than that person or I'm worse than that person. Just you're where you would need to be. Um, I don't know who said it, but I heard it one time and I repeat it a lot, which is uh, tough times don't last, tough people do. And that's sure. what I tell myself wow. at night. <laughs> Those were fire, honestly, <laughs> answers. I was not expecting I, I, I'm I, not even going to lie. I've got nothing. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, fuck bitches, get money. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys were so... It was very poetic. I was like, Lord, Spurring I have... 69. Is- <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good place to end, I think. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Grace, as always. Shout out, Grace. Shout out to Grace. Do you want me to play you guys out? Yes. Nah, nah. Yes. What's my name? A Huda Media Production.